0: Welcome back, Atlanta, to the third segment of Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio, right here on AM 920. The answer. Can you imagine wanting to buy a home in today's market and losing out to multiple offers, to other offers from other buyers, many times in a row? Can you imagine? what that would feel like. Well, we're going to talk about that. We have a listener question from Beth and Conyers. So said, if we've made offers on four homes and lost out to other buyers on all four, we're about ready to give up. Any advice you can share will be welcome. Beth, do not give up. You need to be aware of what the best practices are for winning in multiple offers. We're going to discuss these in very, very specific detail. So if you're out there and you've been suffering Through the negative emotions that come with losing out on the homes that you want to buy, I invite you to pay attention. You're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio, where we help listeners go from real estate experts, excuse me, real estate novices to real estate experts, so home selling and buying can be done with total confidence and without all the worry that's typical with one of life's biggest investments. And we want to communicate with you, we want to talk. Let's connect. How do you do that? Very simply, go to GoGaddis, dot scom Go to GoGaddis.com. When you get to your desktop, look in the right hand corner. You'll see GoGaddis Real Estate Radio. Click on that. It'll take you to the radio show website. If you're on your mobile device, just look for the three parallel lines. Click on that. It'll pull up a menu for you, and you can click on GoGaddis Real Estate Radio. But when you go and you visit us, ask us questions. Make comments, push back if you hear something that you don't like or don't agree with. Share ideas, but most importantly, visit today, GoGaddis.com. You can also subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcast, Stitcher, SoundCloud. If you were a buyer in today's market and you were trying to buy a home that was in really, really good shape or that was priced at or below the average sales price in Metro Atlanta, which means... You know, if you're buying in any price range and the property is in good condition, or if you're buying in the lower price ranges and property's not in good condition, uh, it doesn't really matter. You're going to be competing with other buyers to win this property. And it would make sense as a buyer to be nervous, almost gun-shy, shell-shocked. I don't even want to try this again once you had lost out on offers three or four times and poor Beth and Conyers says we've made offers on four homes and lost out to other buyers on all four we're about ready to give up any advice well my advice for you first is do not give up and have a plan in place for victory this does not mean this list is not implying that if you do these things you will win in all circumstances But I want you to make sure that if you're out there and you're listening and you've been losing out in multiple offer situations, that you and your agent, or if you don't have an agent, we'd love to work with you here at Gaddis Group Remax Center, but that you're thinking about these things before you make the offer. Number one, be respectful to the listing agent from the moment you book the showing. There are, unfortunately, a lot of agents out there who have a bad attitude and I feel badly saying that but if if you're one of my real estate co-workers out there in the world you're probably laughing right now going man he is right there are some agents they just get a bad attitude from the beginning but you want to engage that listing agent in conversation and ask what terms a seller might prefer in an offer what financing they might prefer go ahead and start making a case for your buyers discuss how much they like the home how easygoing they are and how excited they might be to submit an offer. I think it is human nature for people to do what they feel like might benefit them the most. So if you had a choice of six or eight offers and one of the offers was presented by a real estate agent who seemed to uh, have as a main priority uh, making your life easier, as a listing broker, then it would be almost impossible for you not to for you not to be able to um, get your client's offer a little bit of extra consideration. So that's one item. Next, have the lender call the listing agent if you're getting a loan, and this is very very effective. This is a big one that many agents don't do. But have the lender call the listing agent shortly after the offer is submitted. Even if they have to leave a voicemail or send a text message or an email, lenders should stress their thorough qualification process and availability to talk to the listing agent at any time and the lender's his or her commitment to a smooth transaction. So have the lender call the listing agent. First item we talked about, be respectful to the listing agent from the moment you book the showing. And the next one is have the lender call the listing agent. Have the buyers submit a personalized letter. Uh, This sounds like um, a little cheesy, but the reality is it works. We listed a property down in Stockbridge, had uh, 11 or 12 offers in a three-day period. By the way, it was one of the listings that had uh, taken advantage of our property repositioning program where they actually borrowed money from us, $6,200 to be exact. Uh, there's no cost for them to borrow the money. They'll just pay it back at closing with no fees, no expenses. And um, they uh, the sales price will probably be thirty-two to $34,000 higher than it would have otherwise been. But one of the buyers, two of the buyers, Uh, One of the buyers specifically included a personal letter talking about her journey toward buying a house, talking about her frustrations and not being able to get the house that she wanted, talking about the the reason she loved the home. And when I called to talk to the husband and wife who owned the home, all the wife could remember was that letter. Now, what the agent did with that letter that a lot of agents don't do is sometimes agents just include the personal letter from the buyer at the end of the offer. So it's not at the beginning of the offer, at the end of the offer. This agent put it at the beginning. And so even though the sellers were still looking to get the highest and best and to get the one that netted them the most money and had the most friendly terms for them, the wife continually asked about the buyer who wrote the letter. Turns out we requested highest and best. This particular buyer's Offer an improved offer was the highest and best, so they were able to go under contract with them. But a personalized letter talking about why you love the home, why you think you should live there, and all the benefits of the home can go a long, long way. Next, and if you've just joined us, by the way, you're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM nine twenty. The answer. My name is Cleve Gaddis. You can reach me by going to go gaddis g o g a d d i s dot com. If you're on your desktop. Just look for Gaddis Real Estate Radio in the upper right-hand corner. If you're on your mobile device, look for the three parallel lines. Click on that. Click on the GoGaddis Real Estate Radio website, and you can come over and communicate with us, ask questions, put back, push back. Uh, you can recommend your neighborhood for our neighborhood spotlight, which you'll hear in the fourth segment of the show. The next recommendation is to use an escalation clause. This is a great addendum that not many agents use. An escalation clause helps increase your offer up to a specified limit. So let's say that a home is listed at $350,000, and the way this works, your buyers would submit an offer at $350,000 if they thought it was right with an escalation clause of $500 up to $360,000. And you're like, well, wait a minute, what the heck does that mean? Well, if the highest offer was three fifty-five dollars and your offer was three fifty. dollars then you're automatically making your offer three fifty-five five five hundred dollars higher than the highest offer you've received. Now, most agents who do this will say bona fide offer because they will want you to prove that you had other offers, but that is a great way to make sure that you get into consideration. Another item to consider, and we are answering a listener question, Uh, This is from Beth in Conyers. She says, we've made offers on four homes and lost out to buyers on all four. We are ready to give up, and they're wanting me to share any advice. Uh, I'm saying don't give up, and I'm saying use these best practices. So the next item is have a shorter inspection period. The typical due diligence period in a Metro Atlanta real estate transaction is 10 days. And so what if you shortened your inspection period to eight days or seven days or six days or five days now? I will tell you, be careful because sometimes home inspector schedules are busy because the real estate market is busy. So you don't want to tighten the inspection days so tight that you don't have time to adequately inspect the home. But shortening the inspection period is huge. Submit a higher escrow deposit, which we call in most states or earnest money. And so in our market, Earnest money is typically about 1% of the purchase price, and so let's just say you were going to have to pay $10,000 in down payment anyway. You could go ahead and put $10,000 in earnest money up, and if a seller had five or six offers to compare and one of them had 10000 in earnest money and the rest of them had $3,000, uh, it would certainly cause your offer to stand out. Let the listing agent know you're open to collaborating, that you're looking for a win-win for everybody. The... Uh, Also, in a lot of cases, the way the offer is submitted uh, can be a little bit of a problem. So in some cases, agents submit multiple documents, so they'll submit eight or ten different documents, which are all one offer, and then it's the listing agent's job to put all those in order. And I would suggest for you as an agent and as a buyer that you take away any and all responsibilities to do work from the listing agent. It's human nature for people to want to work with people who make things easier for them. If you've just joined us, you're listening to Go Get Us Real Estate Radio on AM 920, The Answer. We've got a listener question. Benny in Stockbridge wants to know, he says, Our water pressure tested high during the home inspection. How do we have this repaired? Um, certainly it's hard for me to answer that question I'm not a plumber and I'm answering it over the radio but normally it is the PRV valve the pressure relief or the pressure reducing valve uh, that is on your plumbing line as it comes into the house and typically uh, that either needs adjusting or has gone bad I believe we have had ours replaced in our home uh, two times in the 20 years that we've owned our home if you want to sell your home but feel stuck that the coronavirus might force you to sell for less or that it'll take too long and you might miss your time frame. Believe it or not, the coronavirus might actually improve your chances for success. Let me know or let me show you how to get $28,000 more than what your neighbor sold for and make your timing work out perfectly. And I think we can also ensure the entire process is safe for everyone, especially you and your family. Just go to gogaddis.com, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S.com. Click on Gaddis Real Estate Radio Show on your mobile device. Click the three parallel lines, find Gaddis Real Estate Radio, and then click on $28,000 more to unlock your home's full value and make timing a non-issue. But be careful, though, and don't click unless you absolutely want to sell your home for more than your neighbor's home. Again, GoGaddis.com, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S.com. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, St. Ives Country Club in Johns Creek, Georgia, will be featured in our Neighborhood Spotlight. And what do you need to do to make sure your credit score stays where your credit score needs to be? Stick with us. We'll be back.